Welcome to Kings River Life's Mystery Rats Maze podcast, where we share with you mystery short stories and first chapters of mystery novels read by local actors. This episode features the Halloween mystery short story, When a Prank Goes Bad, written by John R. Clark and read by local actor Theodore Fox. If you'd like to help support this podcast, listen for details in the closing of this episode on how to become a patron and get some fun perks. When a Prank Goes Bad by John R. Clark I keep the lights on all night now. You would too if your last Halloween had been like mine. Instead of trick-or-treating that night, I went around collecting signatures for a fictitious petition as a prank. The wording was deceptively simple. Do you agree to limit the number of mollycoddles in town? I'd filled out the first sheet and was a quarter of a way through the second when I realized I didn't recognize where I was. Nothing looked familiar. The sidewalk was a dark purple, the streetlights were dim green triangles, and the trees emitted a menacing vibe while looking ready to pounce. The nearest house sat well back from the road, with flickering lights moving around behind curtains that looked like giant cats had used them to sharpen their claws. I was figuring out how to get home when something even more unsettling happened. A mouth grew until it stretched all the way across the purple sidewalk. It began grinning as it moved closer. When it emitted a high-pitched giggle, that was all it took for me to drop my petition and run towards the house with the flickering lights, undeterred by shadows moving behind the tattered draperies. When I reached the porch, I paused to look back and realized the mouth was hovering above the driveway and moving in my direction. I pinched my arm unsuccessfully in hopes the pain would wake me from a nightmare. I banged on the dirty white door so hard the paint chips fluttered down, turning a bloody red when it hit my shoes. I could hear whispering inside, but it ceased as soon as I hit the flanking panel a second time. Another look over my shoulder told me the mouth had sprouted a double row of needle-like teeth. When it gnashed them together, long green strands of jiggly slime began dripping toward the ground. As the first one landed, it acquired a life of its own, swelling until it started to look like a demented gnome made from lime jello with stubby legs and bulging eyes. Why didn't I stay home and pass out candy like a normal person, I wondered. But there was no time left for reclamation. It was either try the doorknob or take my chances with the two horrors approaching me from behind. I twisted the handle, praying it wasn't locked, and uttered a thank you, Jesus, when it turned, and I fell into the house. I hit the floor, which was covered with the most disgusting carpeting I'd ever encountered. It smelled like a mix of cigarette buds, spoiled meat, and cat pee. Fighting the urge to vomit, I grabbed the door handle and hauled myself upright, only to feel my knees go weak when I saw the occupants. The four creatures standing by the opposite wall sure as hell weren't human. It was impossible to tell what they were. The only source of illumination 
guttering black skull-shaped candles on various surfaces didn't help with identifying the quartet or with figuring out where to hide. When the jello creature poked its head through the open door, I let instinct take over and bolted across the carpet into the hallway on the right. I could make out two doors on my left and another on my right, with a stairway going up at the end. Shuffling noises accompanied by whispers and a sinister laugh from behind me set my feet in motion. I gulped and opened the first door on my left. It was a bathroom with a claw foot tub. It didn't take long to realize the claw feet were real. No sooner had that realization hit me than the tub started waddling in my direction. I slammed the door, moving to the single one on the right just in time to see the first monster from the living room enter the hall. Behind this door, stairs led down to darkness. I'd seen too many horror films to go that route. The last door was locked, leaving the stairway to the second floor as my only remaining option. I wasted no time ascending them, hoping to find some place to barricade myself. The layout was similar to the first floor, but two of the three doors were locked and the hallway dead-ended, leaving me one option. I opened the remaining door and entered, slamming it behind me, turning the deadbolt, giving me a bit of protection. When I turned around, my heart stopped. Sitting in a chair by the window was the last person I ever wanted to see. One of the biggest reasons for the split was her domineering and super judgmental mother-in-law, Melanie. Here she was. All 300 scowling pounds of her. The woman I'd strangled in a fit of desperate rage just before the divorce. She cackled as she rose to her full height of five foot four inches. Did you miss me, little worm? She shambled toward me as I tried to unlock the door and take my chances with whatever was out in the hall. But it was too late. Melanie, smelling even worse than the carpet, lifted me in an obscene hug, dragging me over to the bed where she pushed me down before falling on top of me. I'll be with you for eternity. She gurgled in my ear as I blacked out. When I came to, I was in my own bed, alive, but smelling like cat pee and corpses. Ever since, sleep has been elusive, but I'll take exhaustion over a return visit from my monster-in-law any day. This reading of When a Prank Goes Bad was produced by Kings River Life and directed by Lori Lewis Ham. You can learn more about the author on his website, songthresher.livejournal.com. If you'd like to help us be able to continue to bring you more mystery fun, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash kingsriverlife. Even a dollar a month can make a difference, and we could really use your support. Watch for even more great perks coming soon for our patrons. We also have some cool merchandise available on Redbubble. Check the show notes for the link and for the links to our websites and social media. For more mystery fun, check out Mysteries to Die For. This is a podcast where TG and Jack Wolf 
combines storytelling with original music to put you in the heart of a mystery. Each story is structured to challenge you to beat the detective to the solution. If you consider mysteries to be an active leisure activity, you'll love Mysteries to Die For. Listen everywhere you get podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and find them at tgwolf.com slash podcast. Subscribe to our podcast to make sure you don't miss a single episode, and subscribe to our podcast newsletter for bonus content. And if you enjoy this episode, please rate or review it, as this helps make us easier for others to find. And of course, be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, this is your announcer wishing you a life full of mystery. <laughs>